hey y'all, this is Nicolette, and you are listening to Definitely Not For Everyone. We are going to be having an amazing conversation today, and we are going to be talking about our own experiences, our thoughts, our opinions, our feelings on the subject of regret. Um, so, what is regret? Fuck. Don't I always say that shit, Bob? God damn, I say fuck or shit in the yeah, beginning of shit. the episode all the damn. goddamn time. I don't know why. <laughs> um, so from some research that I have done, Google is my friend, um, I found out that regret, it involves blaming ourselves for a bad outcome, feeling a sense of loss or sorrow for like what might have been, um, wishing we could have undone Undo? Undone. Undo. Undo. Undo a previous choice that we have made. So simply put, it's the I wish it I wish I hadn't done that, or I really wish I had done that. Right? Um, from what I read as well, regret, although painful to experience, y'all know this. It can be super helpful, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, the pain of regret can resolve, result in refocusing and taking corrective action or pursuing a new path. Um, so we will be discussing, um, was there like a profound moment of regret for us, right? What happened in that moment? And what was the moment when you moved on from it, if you have? And how. So I would like to intro our guest today. (laughs) I'm so happy y'all are here. (laughs) And we got a full crowd too. This table is packed. I love it. This is how I like it. Um, All right. So we have two oldies but goodies. Monique. Yes. Jason. Say hey. Hey. (laughs) And we have some newbies. Well, not newbie, but kind of newbie. But newbie too. Definitely not for everyone. And hopefully they'll be coming back many, many more times. Tanisha and Jeff. Say hey, y'all. Hey, (laughs) y'all. Can I do that? Yes. Um, so usually how I like to begin the show, as you all already know, um, and for those that don't know, and this is like your first intro to the episode, I like to begin by everyone saying a little bit of something about themselves or how you would like to define yourself today in this moment right now. Um, and if you don't feel comfortable with defining yourself, which I completely understand, um, then just kind of like how you're feeling today. Um, so who'd like to go first? Would you like me to go first? Yeah, Would y'all like go to go first? first? You should go first. Damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. How? No, I'm not going to go with the how am I feeling today. I'm going to go with the defining myself. Let's see. I am a mom. I am someone who tries not to have any regrets. Ha <laughs> ha, see how I put that in there? <laughs> I'm someone who tries not to have any regrets. Um, and I'm a wife. <laughs> I'm a massage therapist. I love what I do. How am I feeling? I'm feeling blessed that all of y'all are here with me today and this table is full. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what I like. Um, who's up next? I'll go. So my name is Monique, and I, you can call me she, her, or girl. 
And I don't know, today I'm feeling like I could be a fighter and a lover, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm, and, I like that. Um, yeah. All at the same time. Yeah, that's about <laughs> it. That's right. how I define myself today. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'll go. Uh, <laughs> as I look, as I look over at you. <laughs> like, hint, hint. <laughs> we got, I got you. Yes. Uh, uh, kind-hearted, uh, adorable gay man. <laughs> Now with a beard. <laughs> yes, it's so hot, oh, awesome You awesome look beard. very, very sexy. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, which one of you would? Yeah. I'll go. Okay. Um, Jeff, hi. Um, <laughs> how do I define myself? Um, you hear that voice? Yeah. <laughs> talk Shit. more, Jeff. Yeah, okay. say lots of things, Jeff. Okay, I'll say lots of things. <laughs> um, I'm a high school English teacher. I've been doing it for 18 years. Um, probably one of the best decisions of my life to become one. Uh, I'm a husband. I've been awesome. married for be 11 years in April. We've been together 19 years. Wow. Yeah. Um, how else? Best friend to this one sitting here. <laughs> That's what um, talking about, Jason. <laughs> yeah. and like you, I try not to let the regrets um, outweigh everything that I've accomplished. So that's who I am. So I guess it's my turn. Yes. Yes. Do it, girl. Go, girl. Hi, Tanika. So I don't really define myself at all because every day I'm always changing. Mm. And to be honest, it changes so much that I have no idea who I'm going to be tomorrow. It just keeps changing. And so I like to just go with the flow. And today I'm grateful. And you know what else I found out later on? I realized that right now, whatever I feel now, Maybe about six months later, I changed. I'm like, why did I feel that way? Totally. I'm like better than that. Yes. So I'm ever changing. Yes. I love that. And I also, I'd like to apologize. Yeah. I thought it was Tanisha, oh, but not. it is. It's Tanika. It's Tanika. 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 <laughs> Boom. Wow. Bitches, when y'all listen. Just say T. That's what okay. I tell everybody. Just say T. It just makes it better for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get it in then. So the question is, was there a profound moment of regret in your life? And what happened? Anybody would, you me, go am for, I, I going go first? first. I okay, go, go ahead. You wanna go first? Nah, go ahead, boo. Um, I think one of the biggest regrets I had that I got over, Good. right? Yeah. Because that took a long time. I think I had PTSD for a while. Um, it was like a heartbreak and a, and a, and a regret because I, I at the, the recession came in 2008 and I lost my job. And I was in the career field that I wanted to be in, that I dedicated time to be in as a, uh, to, to get to the point of becoming a research chef. And I was like an application away from becoming that and I lost my job. So it was like heartbreak and then I was forced to change my career, right? And become a real estate broker and I hated it. I hated it. It was such a hard, mind switch for me and it is a paradigm switch totally when you have to think of and it's trademarked because I'm gonna write this book one day soon it's um w2 to 1099 because it is a it's a whole like mm, switch I love that so, that's cool that's yeah, a great title. Was, yeah yeah so it was just like it, it's just like words can't describe it but it was very painful and I I didn't I didn't like that I had to switch. And, and then everything that came with being a business owner, because my mindset wasn't completely 1099, right? I had dedicated so much time to being W-2, and I was, you're taught and groomed and programmed to be W-2, right? Mm -hmm. So that was so hard. 
and I, 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 I don't even know how I was functioning most of the time. So it took for me to realize, like, okay, this is an opportunity that at, at least I'm growing and, and learning so much, and, and then I was able to sort of embrace that new career because it it's hard, obviously, reinventing yourself, right? Like, who, ha- who wants to constantly do that? all the time it's mm-hmm. exhausting mm-hmm. um but necessary right like a cobra has to shed its skin you mm-hmm. know that's sort of like what's ne- part of what it felt like literally it was that painful even yeah. though what cobra look does it doesn't look that painful <laughs> i don't think it's so painful but, right cobra. i didn't think so either you know skin, snakes make it look cool but you know when a human is doing that shit it's fucked up it is so, so what was your regret though um i think it was just who i i i didn't i wasn't I didn't do my research. I relied mm-hmm. on other people to sort of guide me mm-hmm. and not realize that my associations weren't the ones that match who I am mm-hmm. and my morale and my business ethics. And I think, you know, invested money later, much a lot of money later, and, you know, sweat equity that you don't get paid for, right? right. And your blood, sweat, and tears, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Yeah. Oh, my God. What the hell did I get myself into? But now I got to pull my panties up, right? Big girl panties. And then you just got to fucking keep doing it. Yeah. So that was, that was I think, like the moment where I was just like, okay, I'm going to make the best of this. You know, it's my career now. And let me see if I could love this enough to figure out what I can do in it to keep me here. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Yeah. So, yeah. Anybody else want to share right now? Okay. Um, I think, you know, my regret probably was coming out late. Mm. I came out when I was 31, going on 32. Wow. Yeah, I came out late. I didn't want to um, face it. You know, I kept telling myself in my 20s, I got plenty of time to meet a girl and get married. And it, it's early. It's when you're, when you're 24 and you're not married, people are like, okay, nobody cares. But yeah. when you're 28, 29, all your friends are married, and they're like, how come you're not dating anybody, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I just kind of ignored it and kind of convinced myself. Which a lot of people. Yeah, that's common. Totally. You know. And then I just decided, you know, I decided I got to talk to somebody. So I think I was in therapy for like two years to come to terms with it. And one of the things I said to the therapist, I was like, you know, when am I going to do this? Mm. She said, you'll know when you know. There's no time frame. And that's literally what happened. It's like I was living on Long Island at the time. I was you know, living alone. And I said to myself, all right, you know what? This was like November 2000. And I said, you're not going to meet anybody sitting in your living room. Mm. So find a gay bar in your neighborhood and go. You know, <laughs> yes. And I went and I drove around the bar for like a half an hour. I'm like, I can't go in because what if somebody sees me? I, you know, I purposely went at like 8 o'clock at night where I figured it would be empty. And you know, I walked in the first time and um, I sat down and you know, there were some people sitting at the end of the bar. Mm-hmm. Turns out I met my husband literally the first time I walked into a gay bar. Oh, Look oh at my that. God. That doesn't even him. happen I on reality that. TV. I know. That is a movie, <laughs> right? All right. And um, so I walked in. I sat down, you know, by myself. And these four people, my husband was one of them sitting at the other end of the bar. And the bartender, Helen, um, she owned the bar. And, and she said, you know, hi, you know, what, what do you want? Is it Diet Coke, whatever. Oh, Diet Coke. Yeah, you know, I didn't know. I didn't want to drink anything. You know, <laughs> She knew you were green. You want a Diet Coke? No alcohol. That's exactly it. 
so she she said uh, she said oh I, you know I've, I've never seen you here before. I said no I'm 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 new to this. She said oh did you just move here? I'm like no I'm new to this. Mm-hmm. And she was like oh well come over and you know sit with us. Aww. And so I sat with them and I met these people and I just little by little was going back and then you know I just l- accept yeah let it accepted it and. You know, here I am, you know, uh, like 19 years. I came out January 3rd, 2001. Wow. He remembers the day. Oh, yeah, remember the day. Us. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. And I you know, told my family that day, and just it was just a whole big process. So, yeah. and uh, you, had, you have your regrets because mm-hmm. you think, well, what did I miss out in my 20s when you hear about every, what everyone else did in their 20s? And I'm like, gee, I would have loved to have done that. <laughs> On the other hand, that, that. I have known him now in his 40s and now, uh, well. In my, my 50s? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm not about it. And I got to tell you, he's, you he's put a lot, a lot of living into just since I've known him. So, um, uh, like, I'm I'm having a second childhood because of him. So, yeah. second, I love it. It's nice 20s. to have a second 20s. Yeah, I know. <laughs> What? what? Minus is a new all, 20. Minus all the said, bullshit. Yeah, right. right? Minus all the bullshit and all the like, oh, am I good enough? And oh, do I look good enough? And mm-hmm. all that bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to have my 20s and my 50s. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's nice being in your 50s because now it's like when people try to like bullshit you, you're like, yeah. you know what? I don't need to put up with this. Right. Yeah, I'm like, exactly. I, own, I own a home. I'm married. Go away. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't put up with this bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. He literally, those words. <laughs> yeah. Good. Freedom. Yeah. Jason, yeah. you want to go now, boo? Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't even know where to start. There's so many, so many regrets. And, you know, um, we were talking last night and I was like, you know what? We should save this for the podcast a moment. <laughs> You hear, you know, I like Madonna says. There's a song I can't remember what song it is. She said, "Absolutely no regrets." And I, uh, you know, I sort of tried to like, you know, think like, "Oh, I shouldn't have any regrets." You know, everything happens for a reason. And you kind of subscribe to that theory for most of your life. Like, you know, I don't have any regrets because that happened, so that this happened. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is that, my God, I have so many regrets. There's so many things that if I were to go back, I would do differently. Um, and they would, you know, I, I think that I would be a completely different person because of them. Um, on the other hand, uh, you know, I'm... But I like who you are now. You know, I'm okay with it. I, I think I'm pretty good, you know. I mean, I'm a good human being and, and I'm kind and so... But, you know, I, I would say one, one of my biggest regrets is is I, I had this amazing job. Uh, uh, you know, I was... Uh, basically, I was using my, my theater degree. I was performing... Um, and, uh, you know, I was, it was a tough, tough, tough job, and it was extremely exhausting. And I'm not going to go into specifics as to where it was, but um, it was also one of the most gratifying jobs of my life. I've never, satisfying jobs of my life, I've never gotten more out of a job than I did out of this one. It was because I got to make people's days better, make people's vacations better, make people's, you know, just do a little bit of everything that I love. Um, and... Uh, Basically, because of uh, you know, I was in my twenties and and you know, selfishness and 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 self-absorbed and um, you know, I really fucked it up. And and I look back and I'm like, oh my god, it was totally me. But it was so hard at the time to recognize that you know, all I could think about was myself and uh, and how you know, um, I was feeling and I didn't take into consideration what I was actually doing and, you know, how self-absorbed and self, 
you know, how much self-interest I was acting in at the time. Mm -hmm. So that's probably my biggest regret because I, I really fucked up that job and with a company that that I have loved since I ever remember. So that, like, you know, Aww. the fact of the matter is that I fucked that up yeah. so bad that, you know, like, you know, it, it, it just, it's such a massive regret for me that I, you know, I could never go back to that job. Right. So that's that's probably one of the biggest things. And luckily I was able to kind of morph it and, and learn from it. And, I, and it's true, you know, I guess they say no regrets because, if you can learn from it and, and use it in a positive way mm -hmm. later on in your life. Yes, yes, you know, yes. I look back every time and I'm like, am I being that Jason? Or am, you know, mm -hmm. am I thinking about other people or am I thinking about just myself? Mm -hmm. So I have learned from it. I mean, I'm, I'm not completely different, but I have learned from it, you know, and so, yeah. But it has affected me, and yeah. I still regret, and I don't know that I will ever not regret that. It's a process. It is. It's a yeah. process. Definitely. Yeah. I'm still so. in a great place, though. Yes. I mean, if I didn't have that, I wouldn't live in New York. And my God, I moved to New York with no job, no money, no place to live. And 15 years later, I'm here, still here doing a podcast with you guys. <laughs> Damn it, Jason. Don't, it's too early for tears. What's up, T? You know what? Talk to me, girl. It's so funny because I hear people talk about their regrets. And unfortunately, I grew up in a very controlled environment. My mom kind of set the example early on. It was four of us. And so I had to be the perfect daughter so that my siblings would follow behind me. So I was very, like, mature. And I did everything right because I wanted to make sure that I did it. You know, what my mother had raised me to become. And so I look back now, and I hate every bit of it. Mm. I wish that I could have been irresponsible. Mm -hmm. I wish that I could have been drunk you know, <laughs> on the side of the road. It was <laughs> on the side of the road. Damn, girl. Wow. On the side of the road. At my age now, there's no excuse for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yes, I, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. We'll, we'll go out and drink after this. I feel like I was robbed. You know, I mm. feel like I was robbed from all the... Of your childhood. Not, yes, and, you know, because I've always had this strict way of life. Like, I don't have many regrets because I, I set a, a goal and I make sure that I, I conquer it. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately for me, I can't live a little. You know what I mean? Because right. in the back of my mind, it's perfection, perfection. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of hate my mother for that, you know? Like, yeah. when Damn I see it, her, you know, because I get to see my siblings screw up and I think... Just, you know what? It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Yeah. That's life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so for me, I just, I thought about everything. I thought about the future, how it would affect everyone else. And I, I wish that I can just relax. And, just you know, be. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I wish that at that time to be immature, I should have done that. So you regret not having... I regret not regrets. being a person, like, <laughs> yeah. just having regrets. Like, everyone else, mm -hmm. like, I regret. I'm just like... I want some of that. <laughs> I want to regret I something. I want to regret some shit. I'll, I'll give you some of mine if you need it. <laughs> and it sounds really cliche, but I think that when you live your life model, you know, and then I think now, like, later on, like, my son, he's going to make tons of mistakes, and I don't know how I'm going to handle it because my mom was very, like, you know, direct. And so also I have to prepare how, how am I going to react to him because I was raised in this perfectionist type of mentality how am I going like when he says things and he does things that are out of the norm I'm like it's okay let him do it you mm -hmm. know what I mean mm -hmm. so I have to 
also help myself with parenting because I have to be very aware that he's a human being. He has an opinion and he can do whatever he wants. And at the same time, I have to make sure that I reel back to be his parent, mm-hmm. right? So it really screwed me up mm-hmm. because perfection and living are something that I can't, they you know, they don't go hand, hand in hand. hand. It's all about <laughs> doing it correctly. Right. And so, it, and I also think that it, it really messes with my social skills because I don't understand why people do certain things. I'm like, you know, that doesn't make sense. That's not going to happen. You know, that's not going to work for you later on. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm also judging, you know, and right. I'm just like, she's so mature. Oh, God. <laughs> You know, this is not going to work. You're too old for this. That's good that you admit that. I'm being honest. You know, I just feel like, so it's something that I work on to make sure that I'm conscious of how I come off. Um, I'm very aware that, you know, I grew up in that type of environment. So I'm constantly trying to get to know people that make me uncomfortable. And I'm just like, I don't get it. But I'm learning that they're living. Jeff got work to do. That's a lot of work. I think yeah. you got right there, Jeff. So I don't fun. think a drink. You know I, mean? I don't yes. think so a drink is going to do it. I want to hang out with it. someone who's going to push me out so I can be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. You know, clutch my pearls. Like, oh, wait. <laughs> you know, I really want to do that. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. So, yeah, you know I what hear I mean? You. So, it's I just understand. like one of those things where I just, it just really pushes you out of society a little bit. And it kind of makes you like this perfect whatever. But I'm like, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. But they're like, so my friend, she always tells me, she's like, what's the, the Brandy song? I want to be down. Oh, yeah. So anyway, they, they'll go out and get drunk. And I remember I was working in the fashion industry, and they came back the next day drunk at the desk, right? And I'm like, oh, no, they, we invited you out. I'm like, oh, okay. And so I'm like, oh, you guys are terrible. So I'm telling them what's happening. I'm like, oh, my dog did such and such. And they're like, you want to be down like the Brandy song? Like, because I had no drama. That was my drama. So... It's, you know, I talk. it's interesting, but, you know, okay. regret is, I mean, you can have regret in a different way. Yes, this Don't is regret, true. though, like, not being drunk at work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not fun. I've seen people. It's not good. Mm-hmm. It's not good. No. I'm so, I was so judgmental. I'm just like, that's oh, fun, too. Gonna get <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for that. But, of yeah. So I'm, I kind of envy you guys just a little bit. Just a little bit. And I know that sounds silly, but I, I do. Because I, I want a story that really doesn't make sense. <laughs> Speaking of stories that don't make sense, Nikki, what about you? Oh, yeah, let's go, Nikki. Go ahead, so, girl. So, shit. I, re- I regret a lot of stuff, too. Um, I regret not breaking up with my first boyfriend quick enough. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. I regret a whole bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. But as Jeff was saying, it's like I don't let that... It doesn't carry me through my life. I don't really think about it that much because I feel like, as Jason said, like you grow from it, like you learn from it, and you don't do shit again. You know what I mean? You stay true to you, Mm -hmm. right? But my regret that I think about most often now, not often like every day, but like once in a while, um, it has to do with my, my oldest daughter. So once in a while, you know, she'll do something and it'll it'll research there's like a resurgence of that memory for me so this regret happened when my little person was like three or four years old and she had started at a little preschool right um and then there was this other little girl it was only two little girls at the time because it was like the summertime program or whatever Mm -hmm. and it was a really tiny little school kind of thing excuse me um and so every day i would pick her up from school the teacher would be like oh you know your daughter um 
was mean to the other girl. And mind you now, I know my baby, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what? What do you mean she was, you know, at first for me, I'm like, she was mean. Like, I I don't understand. And she's like, yeah, I saw her do whatever she did, right? And I would look at her and I'd be like, how you gonna do that, boo? Like, how many times do we have to talk about, like, being nice to your friends and, like, all of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, come to, and this lasted the whole summer. And so there were many times where we would have long conversations to the train station. She would go home. I would put her in timeout when she got home. Okay, and all this time she's trying to because she doesn't have all the words. Right. So all this time I realized she's trying to tell me, no, mom, like there's a reason why. Mm. Right. So my regret is that I didn't listen to my baby because what ended up happening was I found out that the teacher who was telling me these things was not the one who was seeing what was happening. She was actually upstairs not looking at the kids she was letting someone else take care of the two little girls which is which i had known but i thought that they were both going to be there you know to interact with them Mm -hmm. and whatever whatever um and so she was only seeing the back end of what was taking place between the two little people and it was kind of like that frenemy kind of thing i don't have y'all heard Mm -hmm. of this whole frenemy thing okay so it was like a frenemy thing and my daughter had no like she doesn't understand that or she didn't understand that at that time Mm -hmm. but this little girl was like egging her on you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and like poking her a little bit you know saying little things here and there you know um scribbling on her um paper Mm -hmm. when she made a drawing Mm -hmm. and you know my daughter would be like that and that would be what was seen Mm -hmm. and not all the other stuff Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and so my regret is that i didn't listen to my baby and it still hurts my heart because <laughs> I'm like, I put you in time out when you got home from school. Like, how fucked up is that shit? You know what I mean? Anyway, so. But you didn't come. It didn't come with a manual. Yeah. You yeah. know, so you yeah, can't put that pressure on yourself, mom. It was it, it really hurt my heart. Like, I cried a lot when I found out what was really happening mm-hmm. and you know what my and then also seeing like what my reaction to it was you know um and i i mean i told my baby i was like i'm sorry (laughs) i'm like i'm so sorry you know um and of course she's so gracious she's like it's okay mom (laughs) yeah i know right but still and how old is she now she's 10 okay yeah um, so ten and tough. Does she know she could still hold that against tough. you? Really? Mom, you well, I know, I know. Please, I'm waiting, <laughs> mommy. I went to the therapist. Okay, and remember that time in preschool? Well, she knows about it. You know what I mean? Like I know, I know all my things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, she um, needs to remember this when she needs that first car. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah. Um. So. For you guys, what was the moment where you were able to move on from that regret? If you have yet. As you know, for me, I haven't really moved on from this particular one yet. I feel like this will probably be the thing that, like, lasts throughout my child's (laughs) life. Um, But it helps me to take a step back Mm -hmm. and try to see the whole thing before I even say anything. 
to my baby, mm-hmm. you know? Um, when a teacher comes, talks to me about something, I'll do my research first. I'll talk to her about it, talk to my husband, talk to everybody, and then wait out the time, you know? So it's taught me to take a step back, not to say anything and to just listen. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got from my regret. What about you guys? Mm-hmm. I never really let go of mine. I'm yeah. still there. Yeah. But, but again, you know, I, Man, I live in New York. Yeah, it pushes you forward, though. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. does. It does. I, I mean, you know, because of that, you know, a lot has happened since then mm-hmm. that has been pretty awesome. Again, you know, I've always wanted to live in New York. The fact that I moved here and I've been here for 15 years and I'm doing it semi-successfully. I mean, I'm living, I'm eating, I yes. have an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm all right. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I can't. I, I do regret it. Uh, and I probably will for the rest of my life. I mean, for a good 10 years after I left that job, I had dreams about going back. Like, I Aww. I mean, up until maybe actually two or three years ago, I still had dreams about going back. Um, it was ran, like, it was a loss. It was. It like is, a death. It will always be a loss. Yeah. Because, you know, that was, I was I was using my degree uh, with, with a company that I loved. You know, there's so many things. But, um, but on the other hand, I mean, again, I'm, I've got it pretty good. So... I guess I can't complain all that much. It just, it still sucks. So I will always regret it, but, you know, it doesn't make me lose sight of what I do have now. That's beautiful. I love that. That's beautiful. And for Tanika, I'm thinking we're just going to take her out and get her drunk and put her on the side. (laughs) So that she will have that regret regret again. You know what I'm I'm saying? I'm not quite over it. see my mother I'm just like you make me so sick like, my childhood she's just like oh but you weren't and I'm like no I was not that girl that you thought I was well I'm sorry so what about you mom how did well, you uh, I'm, st- I'm you moved on I'm still figuring it out you know what I mean I think that is still part of my evolution and figuring out what I really love and like uh you know, I've, I learned to love product development and food research and stuff like that. So it was never my f- first love, you know, but I guess it just it teaches me in other aspects of my life, you mm-hmm. know, that I've had to grow through, you know. But yeah. I, I feel like, I mean, it's all necessary, right? It's all part of, like, as you reach different levels and stages, there are things that you're going to learn. And, you know, whether you're completely over it or not, that that's okay because there's still something to learn from. Yeah. That when you reach your le- your stage, whatever stage that is. So, right. Yeah, definitely. Like you in the present, you know, never regret. Not like never regretting, but not regretting. If that makes any sense at all. Yeah. yeah it, it does. does. You know, not living in. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Not letting no. it weigh you down. No way. You know, no. going past it. No, just trying to figure it out. Like. Yeah process like where do we where do I go from here yeah so that's it and you know I think for me it's it's about taking stock of, mm. of what you have and I think that I love that if, mm-hmm. if I hadn't if I'd come out sooner I mean we talk about regrets and you know blah mm-hmm. blah mm-hmm. and I wonder if I had come out sooner if I had my life would have taken the turn that it took like um you know I think because I you know I, I went back to school I got my master's I became a teacher I don't know if I would have done that had I come out at 22 and lived in the city and was having fun and, and going crazy, I don't know if I would have done that, mm-hmm. you know? And so 
And you said it's one of the best decisions yeah, you've ever made. It, in your it life. really is. Yeah. It just, I mean, there are days where I want to rip what's left of my hair out. <laughs> you know, but, you know, but for the most part, it's a great job. I have a husband who, God bless him, puts up with like the things he puts up with, like, <laughs> just day in and day out. I mean, just this, the stuff he's got to put up with. Is, he's amazing. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut there. Yeah, he knows. He knows. He knows. Um, so it's. Yeah, the regrets that I didn't come out were in my 20s like this big, but yeah. everything that I have now in my life, I may not have had, mm-hmm. you know, if I had come out sooner. sooner. So oh, you're welcome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right. yeah. Yeah. Him too. <laughs> <laughs> so we're coming to the end of the show. Um, is there anything that you that you feel like I may have missed in this conversation? Any no. question that you feel like we should still try to answer? Any maybe thing that you'd like the audience to know? Any seed you might like to plant in their brains that if they might be feeling regretful of, of something and they feel like they're being swallowed by it, you know, how we can kind of maybe help them see a little bit of the light at the end of the tunnel? You know, just the idea that regrets are bad. You know, I, I, you hear it so much, again, like going back to that, you know, absolutely no regrets. I don't think it's bad to have regrets mm-hmm. because you learn from them, I guess, is what we've kind of come mm-hmm. as a, as, to a consensus on, is that regrets aren't bad as long as you use them to move forward and learn from them. Yes. So I think it's just, yeah, I, it's nice to say and to, to kind of come to that realization just now as well, because yeah. I don't really talk about it very much. So. Yeah. Yeah. That was beautiful. That oh. was perfect. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, always, I always tell people that, you know, like, um, let's say you regret not going to college. Okay. I'm like, well, go to college. Then go to college. Yes. Yeah, but I'll be 40 when I finish. I'm like, how old are you going to be if you don't, you know, if you don't finish? You're still going to be 40. You might as well just get it done and, you know, start from here. Check don't, don't you list. can't, you can't go back and do it at 18. Mm-hmm. Do it at 36. Mm-hmm. Do it at 30, whatever. Just mm-hmm. do it. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. What about you ladies? You go. Well, I think that regret can be used in different ways. And I think that your interpretation of what regret is, um, I think is broader than that. And I think that we associate regret with maybe not doing something or accomplishing some goal. But for me, regret is not living. Mm. Um, Regret for me is being robbed. And regret for me is um, not being able to experience, you know, the hot water, the cold water. Someone telling you that it's cold, someone telling you that it's hot, I think that's robbery too. So, you know, so regret is different for everyone. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times I don't talk about it because I feel like it's not big enough and it's kind of like, oh, here she goes. She want to be down, right? (laughs) Um, But... You know, regret is sometimes just not being able to be you. Right. And so that's... That's something really huge Mm -hmm. to learn from, though. You know what I mean? Like, having that kind of regret makes you, like, live life. Yeah. You know, to the fullest, if you can. Yep. You know. What about you, Mo? Um, Just sitting here thinking, I'm like, how can I put this into words? I mean... You know, we, we could be hard on ourselves about regretting, right? But I think it's also, like, having those memories of what we regret is also like a way we can help change when we're not afraid to talk about it, change other people. Like if it's a selfless act, right? Because we can all learn from each other and like similar to the conversation we were having outside before we stepped in here, Mm -hmm. 
It's like if we were people were less afraid of what pe- other people thought, then we would be so much better as a collective, you know? Because like we're not separate, we're not at except we're all connected. So like if we would just be less fearful of the judgment and just just talk, yeah, just you to know? play. You off could of what change you somebody said. else's yeah, life exactly, for, like literally by a few words. So. That's the hope for this podcast, mm-hmm. definitely. Thank you mm-hmm. for that, Ma. That You're was welcome. beautiful. Um, is there anything that y'all would like to plug? So yeah, you guys. Um, <laughs> so I have a podcast, Just Taggy Podcast, and I talk about my journey of motherhood. I talk about coming from the fashion industry, leaving work. I talk about what that transition is like, and I also talk about, you know, what it is to be a mother and what uh, my child is. He's artistic, by the way. So I talk about that. I talk about um, all the hardships in motherhood, and making sure that we can connect through that versus a diagnosis. So if you're curious to know what my day is like, what I go through, follow me on Just Teggy Podcast. Spell that out for us. J-U-S-T-T-E-G-G-I-E Podcast. (laughs) P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Boom! (laughs) That is the end of the episode, y'all. Thank you so, so much for listening. Would anybody else like to plug anything before we officially Um, uh, say goodbye? My profile is uh, (laughs) Jason Legs and... No, (laughs) Legs and dicks. No, okay. Um, rate, <laughs> review, and subscribe. I love y'all for listening. Feel so blessed um, that I am being followed on Facebook and Instagram. My goodness, makes me girl blush. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so thank y'all to my followers. Um, I appreciate y'all so much. And we are out. <laughs>